I recently had such powerful conversations with a lot of people and the same topic keeps coming up. This misconception, misinterpretation of what does it mean to be loving, to care, to be supportive? Ooh, what does it really mean to be supportive? Because oftentimes we feel like that's the loving thing to do. We've been programmed to believing some actions, some uh, words, some things are the loving thing to do. But it's not. It's actually short-term gratification. And in the long run, it doesn't serve us. In the long run, it creates dynamics that are quite harmful. And... It gets us trapped in codependency. So uh, with this one, where is it that you are doing this? Where is it that you are hoping that others would do it and understanding that like, right, but that's not what I want. But kind of a part of me does want this. So getting really clear on this, and this is what I'm talking about in this video. So let's dive right in. Hello and welcome to the Powerful Self Podcast. I'm your host, Anna, and I'm here to support you through your transformational journey, providing you with practical tools, practices, and principles to help you permanently remove subconscious energetic blocks, clear those limiting beliefs that may be standing in your way, and help you truly align with the life that you desire, a life in which you experience deep knowing, unshakable confidence, and true personal freedom every single day, because that is what you came here to do. What is the loving thing to do? We all want to create a world of connection and freedom and love and because that's our natural state. Like we want to feel good. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I'm going to make my life a living hell today or I'm going to make this person's life a living hell today. There may be some cases, but that's like, you know, psychiatry. It's like, the, the, it's not, that's not what we're talking about today. Most people want to feel good we want to feel abundant we want to because there's this essence that knows our worthiness that knows that abundance is our default state so how do we embody that in the best of ways because sometimes what we feel is a loving thing to do actually isn't what we feel is a supportive thing to do actually isn't so an example, when someone is going through things like addictions or when someone is going down what seems like the wrong path, right? It's like you can see that it's not serving them. And a lot of people keep trying to help and keep wanting to offer that support. And, you know, as we know with um, if you had anyone in your family go through an addiction of any kind, there comes a point where you just have to say, I don't, I don't know. You do you. I can't help you anymore because unless you choose healing, I can't choose healing for you. So I'm dropping it. And you got to swim out. There comes a point where you realize that you cannot be somebody's float. They either have to learn how to drown or they have to learn how to swim or they have to learn how to drown properly so they can thrive. And it's scary. And it doesn't feel comfortable. And so many people have guilt, right? It's like, no, I'm supposed to show up for them. And that's not the loving thing to do. The loving thing to do is self-sacrifice. And, you know, the most important thing for me is my kids or my partner or my family. And it doesn't matter what I want. 
you may be watching is like, yes, that's totally me and I can totally love another even though I don't love myself. No, no, I'm here to tell you no, because anything that you give will not be genuine. Unless it is given from the overflow, unless it is given from, it feels so good for me to give, unless it's a selfish giving, there will be resentment underneath that. And it may not be resentment that is noticed right away. It may be subtle. It might be something that you will realize over time, right? So many, you know, let's say parents where their kids grow up and say, after all I did for you, well, then that doing wasn't selfless. That doing wasn't out of love. That doing was with an agenda. Maybe it may not have been like that at the time. Right? It's like we didn't, let's say they, they didn't take care of their kids with that agenda. Oh, you know, I need someone to take care of me when I'm older. But when we self-abandoned one drop at a time, that resentment is built up. And then we say things like, after all I've done for you, because we weren't giving to ourselves, because we were not giving from the overflow. We were giving from a place of deprivation, from I'm so exhausted, but I have to do this. I'm so not in the mind in the state of mind to do this but I promise that I will show up so therefore I am and that actually isn't love and that's what I'm here to tell you with this video because I keep having these conversations over and over with people and it's just allowing yourself to not do that understanding that sometimes the loving thing to do is to walk away like I said with the example with addiction sometimes the loving thing to do and I mean I've been in those situations um with a relative that I just I I can't and I've been walking in eggshells and I've been I've had family friends who were um psychiatrists you know tell me it's like okay we'll just you know kind of walk in eggshells and don't rock the boat until it's like I can't and you gotta figure your life out on your own but I can't be like your float anymore and that was the loving thing to do and sometimes people rise up from that and sometimes people fall crushing down even more but that is the loving thing to do because your job is to honor the essence within you and a lot of people are going to say well isn't that selfish you have to be selfish in order to be selfless again you have to be selfish in order to be selfless not the ego selfishness actually yes it can start from the ego selfishness what do i want what what will make me feel good because here's the thing it's like you can't go wrong really any road that you take you can't go wrong even if it's just you know entertaining the ego what do i love the most giving yourself those experiences when you have so many things going on and saying half an hour is for me to do what I love half an hour for, is for self-care and in those moments you get to feel so good and your frequency is so high that following those moments you get from the overflow and you can get to that to that genuine giving from a place of right I have to or I should have now, and another thing, just that, I, and another example that I want to illustrate, you know, I used to illustrate this. Let's say you're moving homes and your friend asked, or you asked your friend to help you and they said that they will. And then the day of, they're just not feeling it and they've had a horrible day and they're in the bad mood and they're irritated, but they're like, oh, right, I committed. I said that I would be there and I have to help. Would you want them to be there? Or would you want them to just be like, you know, get out? you know, focus on you. I don't need this energy here. Because a part of us goes into, I want, I want my, 
people who said that they would do something. I want to know that I can trust them. I want to know that they will show up no matter what, no matter the circumstances, no matter how shitty they feel. I want to know that they're going to be there for me, right? And there's a part of us, the ego's there. It's like, I want my people to self-abandon for me. And then there's a part that's like, I know I don't need this. Like, unless it's 100%, unless you're willing to be here fully and actually help out, I don't need your, okay, I've committed or I have to. Like, I don't want you to show up because of obligation. I don't want you to come here from a must or should. I want you to choose to be here. And here's the tricky one with this. And this is the really the point. One of the, there's so many takeaways from these videos, but um, this is the takeaway from this one. Which one? And noticing where you actually want both. Noticing where your ego doesn't know what it wants. And that's when you get to say, just pick a freaking lane. Because we want both. We want people to self-abandon because we believe that that's love. We grew up with the idea that that's love. Um, you know, when your partner's like, oh, okay, I don't really want to do this, but it's important to you. So, okay, let's go to that place. So let's do this thing or whatever. And it's like, oh, that's love. They care for me. It's like, no, that's self-abandonment. They don't even love themselves. How can they love you? That's not love. But we've been taught into that. We've been taught into that. That's the good person thing to do. That's the caring person thing to do. That, you know, I'm supposed to give my life to my kids because that's the loving thing to do. And I come last. And it's not. Because unless you feel that frequency of abundance, you cannot translate it. You cannot pass it forward. You cannot give what you do not have. And if all you have is lack, all you have is deprivation, what the hell kind of thinking you pass on? How are you of service? You're not. And a lot of us don't want to hear that. We want to go into, no, 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 I can still love others even though I hate myself. And actually, that's what energizes me. I feel so much lack that, you know, I feel like the world needs more support and I'm going to sacrifice myself for that. The energy you're putting into, the action steps may be there, but the energy that you're putting into, it's not genuine. The world doesn't need more of that. The world needs more authenticity, more joy, more abundance. So are you being an embodiment of that? And now, you know, if you're dedicated to this work, one of the things that I recommend just consistently, because this is the whole purpose why I created the powerful self-membership and really being consistent to that, those check-ins with yourself, those check-ins with your soul, what energy are you moving from? Because so many of us do it unconsciously. So um, there's going to be a link below if this is something that you're interested in. Check it out. And if not, that's completely fine. Please take this action step. Walk away. I mean, I would actually love to see here below, you know, in the comments. What did you hear me say with this one? But embodying that, asking your ego, which lane? Like pick one because it can't be both. So is it, I want people to do what's comfortable for me and to self-sacrifice, or I want them to be authentic? And here's the trick. Once you allow freedom to others, you feel it in turn as well. Once you allow others that, you will no longer be stuck in your own cage of shoulds, musts, or that's what the, you're supposed to do. That's what uh, people expect of me, and so I have to deliver it. You get to be you. And from that full, unconditional, radical allowing, you get to feel so good that you can't help but give to the world. Because that's our default. When we feel good, we want to share it. When we feel abundant, we want to give. So please choose that. 
choose to put yourself first so that you can be of service so you can create that ripple effect and even if only by example that when you put yourself first you get to communicate that to all around you to the people that you love that they have the right to do that too i thank you for being here please share this with someone who needs to hear this for whom it's time to put themselves first Thank you for listening to the Powerful Self Podcast. If you found this useful, please make sure to follow so you don't miss any upcoming episodes and share it with those who you think will truly benefit from hearing this. And I love hearing from you. So if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out at info at thepowerfulself.me. And on this note, I am sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. 